After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Oh 
JM in the AM. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. It's Thursday morning on this June 4th, day 17 in the month of Sivan, the year 5775, Tufshanai and Hay. Good morning, everybody. I want to thank our friends at JEC. We had a spectacular visit to Elizabeth, New Jersey yesterday. Really spectacular. And as I always say, because they prepared good guests with a lot of wonderful content, that's why it turned out to be a great show. So a big thank you to everybody at JEC. I'll give a special shout-out to Adina Abramoff. And a special thank you to my staff, including uh, Miriam L. Wallach and ZK and Jamie Rohr and Engineer Stan and everybody who had a role in putting together yesterday's show. It was really a nice visit to JEC. Their event is coming up on the 17th, and obviously we'll remind you as we get closer. <clears throat> JM in the AM with, uh, let's see, what did we do? God Elbaz had Avinu Malkenu, Miami with Loba Shamayim He, Tinokes, that's Israel Adler, Mordechai Shapiro, the brand-new medley with the Neshama Orchestra, Maishi Menlowitz, the brand-new Nostalgia album, which we spoke about on Monday, just superb. That medley is called Pathways, and Regesh Modani opening things up as we say good morning. And by the way, tonight is Jewish Heritage Night at the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. I do plan on being there at in Pennsylvania. So um, I hope, I hope some of the listeners in Lehigh Valley come on over and say hi. We're looking forward to a nice journey out there for Jewish Heritage Night. And from what I hear, the event has done phenomenally. <laughs> I mean, really unbelievable. Um, the last year was great, but apparently they have like double the number of people this year, which is just unbelievable. Anyway, so that's tonight, and looks like the weather's going to hold up, and we'll be able to enjoy the big game. Uh, I don't know who it's against, but, <laughs> but I'm sure it's a big game and a, uh, and a great time ready to be had by all. J.M. in the A.M. with 55 degrees, 85% humidity, winds are east at 11 miles per hour. Cloudy, high 66. Tonight, 56. Tomorrow, up to 69 degrees. Shabbos looks like good weather in this area, thank God. Uh, 76 and sunny in Yerushalayim. We're at 55 now in Jersey City as we say good morning at J.M. in the A.M. I've got to uh, I've got to open this show by wishing a mazel tov to the Rosazada family. Last night was an absolutely spectacular celebration in West Orange, New Jersey. Uh, David Rosazada's bar mitzvah to Lori and Dr. Joe and the extended family, which would take a long, long time, Baruch Hashem, to name every member of the extended family. We say Mazal Tov and Mabruk, and uh, what a way to celebrate. Uh, to all of you from all of us here at JMNAM, when I say what a way to celebrate, it, it was a Hachnasa Sefer Torah that went from the Rosazada home to Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey. It was just a beautiful and incredibly spirited uh, Torah celebration. The Bar Mitzvah boy, as his first mitzvah as a Bar Mitzvah boy, completed the Sefer Torah in the shul after uh, some amazing. Uh, presentations in Divrei Torah, and um, and then the party really began. Uh, it was just a it was just a great night, and a um, 
a, a special mazel tov to uh, the Rosazada family. And uh, again, like I say, their extended family, which really includes hundreds and hundreds of people. Many who came far and wide to participate in the Simcha and to, uh, and to be there uh, last night. It was just remarkable. And um, Rabbi Belsky, who's very close with the Rosazada family, was there last night. And many of you are aware of the fact that at some point, uh, Rabbi Belsky had some health challenges and uh, has made a tremendous and remarkable rebound. Uh, made, I should say, a tremendous and remarkable rebound. And um, a part of his recovery was, in fact, in, in West Orange, New Jersey. It took place at Kessler in West Orange, New Jersey. He said this publicly. I don't think it's a secret. I think most people who are familiar with him and his life know it. And, um, and the West Orange community, led, I think all would agree, by the Rosazada family, came through and just helped him tremendously throughout him and his family throughout that period of time. When he was uh, when he was uh, recovering, when he was uh, bouncing back, and last night he mentioned that this was the first time that he was in the shul, which you know, to many of us, we know it's the largest shul um, in the West Orange neighborhood, in the West Orange community, and it was the first time he's ever in the shul. He had been to the area so often, but the minyanim always came to him, and the uh, and people would always visit, etc. Uh, but it was the first time he was in the shul. And he said that when he walks into a shul now, when he walks into the base medrash in the morning to Davin, when he uh, gets up in the morning and, uh, and starts his day by going to Minyan, the words, Vani berov chazdecha, avo beisecha, which are words that we say every morning when we walk into shul. And... Those words to him have so much more significance, as significant as they as significant as they were to him uh, during his entire life. Once he had come back and gotten his health back, thank God. Those words, Vaani Barov Chazdecha, and I, with your great or accompanied by your great, enveloped by your great Chesed, Avovesecha. With that, I'm able to come and walk into your shul, into your house, into God's home, so to speak. And um, I, I just, I just could not. And then, of course, spoke about the the chesed of the neighborhood, of the community, of the Rosazada family, and I could not uh, help but get so giddy and excited for this incredible. Um, point this this amazing vart that Ravbelsky recited, in addition to some other phenomenal words that he presented last night at the simcha. But vani barov it is only because of your tremendous chesed in reference to God, and of course he included the chesed that that the shlichim of God gave him, that that messengers of God gave him during that time as well. that I'm able to come into your house and pray and start my day. And I, I thought that, you know, th- there are times when I begin this radio show, depending on what circumstance has happened when and what affected me the day before, etc. I'll begin by talking about health and not taking health for granted. And if we're healthy, if I'm able to speak to you and have all my limbs working and, and, and able to exist, then, then you wake up and say you won the lottery. 
right? You won the lottery. Anybody who woke up, many even would say those with health challenges who've woken up and and are able to to have a, a, a quote-unquote normal day, they also can declare that they've won the lottery, that they have so much to be thankful for to the one above. But certainly those who are lucky enough, Eli and Hura, to wake up in a in a 100% healthy situation is such a bracha, it's such a blessing. And yes, if, if you're in that situation, you've won the lottery, so to speak. You've woken up another day. And I felt that his words last night, Vani barov chazdecha avovesecha, only with your great chesed, are we able to come to your home and serve you, uh, serve you Hashem, in this uh, in our capacity as Ovde Hashem as servants of God? I-, I thought it was just an unbelievable reference in the context of this amazing celebration. So, the words inspired me. I hope the way I conveyed them to you have inspired you. And uh, as much as you, uh, as so many people, and thank God, so many people constantly are coming over to us about how inspiring this show is in the morning and how it gives them a good lift. I hope that now there's an even bigger lift uh, for those early morning listeners who have heard these words as uh, transmitted to us last night at the David Rosazada Bar Mitzvah by the great uh, Rav Belsky. It was just, uh, it was just wonderful. JM in the AM at a quarter before seven o'clock. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's ninety-one point one FM, ninety point one FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at ninety-one point nine on the FM dial. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing only because <laughs> I know that there's somebody out there right now saying to themselves, "This is the only, this is the only radio show in the world <laughs> that, in one breath, can talk about a uh, Jewish heritage night at a minor league baseball game, and ten seconds later." Talk about an amazing Dvar Torah from one of our Torah giants of today. <laughs> and I'm proud about that, by the way. I really am proud about that. And jmandam.org, this is Soul Farm. Thank you. 
shavu banim, shavu banim, shavu banim, shavu banim, shavu banim ligulam. Oh, shavu banim, shavu banim, shavu banim, shavu banim, shavu.
of Remy Roth. That's a great early morning selection. Uvo'u is the name of it. Soul Farm had Vishavu Vanim from that's from the CD, the very best of Kalbach Chabad and Breslau. Four minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning. It's Thursday at JM in the AM. Big day on our stream today. My gosh. If you're going to choose a day to try out the Nachum Siegel Network, I think today's the day. If you're going to try one day to... Um, just go ahead and leave the stream on all day long and and see if it's worthwhile programming or not. Today might just be that day. Yeah, not kidding. Uh, coming up at 9 a.m., it's Charlie Harari. He's going to have a uh, another phenomenal edition of the, uh, the boardroom with Charlie Harari. Today, his, uh, and I don't know how he gets all these segments into one hour. I think it's amazing. Uh, he has a segment entitled Leadership, Know, Not Believe, and You Will Be Successful. Productivity, Never Look at Things Twice. <laughs> Innovation, Learn to Listen. Life Bits, How Happiness Makes Us Successful. An Unlocking Greatness Spotlight with Jason Gelber, In the News with Michael Davis, and 12 Things Successful People Never Reveal About Themselves at Work. It's pretty amazing. Charlie Harari, it's coming at you between 9 and 10 this morning, right after JM and the AM on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Jew in the City, Allison Josephs, has a a wonderful show today, a tribute to her uh, to her friend and mentor, Ruchi Shoritz, who passed away earlier this week. We mentioned it. Uh, I believe we mentioned it on Monday. 
and um, she'll be spending some of the time during the uh, Jew in the City Speaks between 10 and 10.30 this morning uh, discussing Rachi Shoritz and her incredible life. Those of you who didn't put two and two together or didn't realize it, uh, Rachi Shoritz was the founder of Sharsheret and helped thousands of women and their families over the last, I believe it was 14 years since it was founded. I think it's 14. Uh, maybe a drop less, maybe 12. Um, so Allison today will focus on the incredible life and untimely passing of her friend and mentor, Rachi Shoritz, the founder of Sharsheret. Uh, coming up at 10.30, Miriam L. Wallach is going to have That's Life. And in advance of the big OUJLIC weekend event in the five towns and other Shabbatonim that they're going to have in the area, she's joined by JLIC National Director Rabbi Ilan Haber, who will give a preview of the weekends as well as a status update regarding the nature of college campuses in the United States. You won't want to miss it. That's That's Life at 10.30 this morning with Miriam L. Wallach. Doug Sokloff of Kitchen Sink, K-I-T-C-H-N-S-Y-N-C-H, is going to join me at 12 noon during the live lunch. 1 o'clock, our stunt show today is a repeat of the, we shouldn't even call it a repeat because there's so many, it's going to be a completely fresh new program. Uh, But it is, in fact, an encore presentation of the unbelievably fun parade show that was done on Fifth Avenue this past Sunday by us and our network team. So I'll be coming up at 1 o'clock. And at 6 p.m. today on our stream at jmtheam.org, at 6 p.m. today on our stream at jmtheam.org, Michael Fragan returns with spin class. He'll speak about the frantic end of the legislative session in Albany and the Jewish agenda with Assemblyman Michael Samanowitz, plus the OU's Jake Adler. They'll also discuss the effort to delegitimize the political power of the Orthodox community. Very important show. You know how much I love Michael Fragan's programs. He has spin class between 6 and 7 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time, on our stream at jmtheam.org. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. Do we have Golly Tal in the background? We do. Oh. It's time for news. Thanks again to our friends at JEC for a fabulous morning yesterday. It was great visiting Elizabeth, New Jersey, and spending time with everybody at JEC, Breweria, and RTMA. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio News next. <laughs> סערה בחברת פרטנר יום אחרי שמנכ״ל אורנג' העולמית אמר כי היה מעדיף לנתק את הקשרים עם ישראל. לפני שעה קלה העובדים תלו דגל ישראל גדול המכסה את לוגו חברת אורנג' במשרדי החברה בראש העין וכינסו אספת הסברה. מאז שעות הבוקר מניית פרטנר יורדת בכשני אחוזים. כתבתנו קרן בן מורדכי מוסרת ששר הכלכלה אריה דרי התייחס לאיום החרם על ישראל לפני זמן קצר בכינוס בראשון לציון. אנחנו במצב פוליטי, מוקפים אויבים, אנחנו יודעים מה שקורה בעולם. יש תשובה אחת רק לזה. כחול לבן, חדשנות, יוזמה, 
אל תבנו יותר בחוץ לארץ, תבנו בארץ. המוצרים שלנו, הטכנולוגיה, המוח היהודי, היוזמה, אף אחד בעולם לא יתחרה בנו בדברים האלה. זאת התשובה האמיתית לכל החרמות. ראש עיריית אור יהודה, דוד יוסף, החשוד בעבירות מין בעובדות, שוחרר למעצר בית בן 15 יום. בנוסף, ייאסר עליו להגיע למשרדי העירייה במשך 75 ימים. כתבתנו תמר פלד שמע בבית המשפט את עורך דינו משה ישראל. הוא משתחרר היום לבית אחיו כמדומני, בתנאים מגבילים. מה שאני יכול להגיד לכם, אחד הסימנים המובהקים, עד כמה הדברים הם לא כצעקתה, זה שאפילו לא היה שום עימות עם אף אחת מהנשים. הפרשה נחשפה לראשונה בגל"צ על ידי כתבתנו הדס שטייף. דרמה משפטית במצרים, בית המשפט לערעורים קיבל את עתירת התביעה על זיכויו של הנשיא לשעבר מובארק בעבירה הקשה ביותר, הרג מפגינים. כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. לפיכך ייערך למובארק משפט חוזר בפעם השלישית על עבירה שבה הוא כבר הורשע ואחר כך זוכה בשני משפטים קודמים. מובארק בן ה-87 יואשם במתן ההנחיות לפתוח באש לעבר מפגינים במהומות שהסתיימו בהדחתו לפני ארבע שנים וחצי. בית המשפט קבע את פתיחת הדיון לחמישה בנובמבר. הותר לפרסום כי פלסטיני בן 20 מירושלים נעצר בחשד שביצע את פיגוע הדקירה בעיר העתיקה בחג השבועות. כתבנו יותם ברגר. החשוד ג'ון קרקיש, בן 20, תושב העיר העתיקה, הודה בחקירתו שדקר את שני הנערים כבני 17 ופצע אותם באורח בינוני וקל על רקע לאומני. לאחר שדקר אותם השליך את המעיל והסכין בניסיון לטשטש ראיות ולהימנע ממעצר. בית משפט השלום בבירה האריך את מעצרו בארבעה ימים. מפכ"ל המשטרה דנינו אומר, נתפסו כבר 45 מיליון שקלים במסגרת פרשה 512. רום ליאור שמע אותו בכנס עורכי הדין באילת. מדובר באחת מהחקירות המשמעותיות ביותר שמשטרת ישראל ניהלה מול ארגוני הפשיעה אי פעם. וזו רק תחילת הדרך. אנחנו התקדמנו בחקירה. הראיות הולכות ומתבססות, ואני משוכנע שהחקירה הזו תיתן את אותותיה. על מפת הפשיעה במדינת ישראל. מזג האוויר מחר בלי שינוי של ממש. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
Ein Kolmal, Chibiri, Yo, Ich heule, Lisha. 
happened there eighth day there we go celebrate here at jm in the am and we are uh, we are starting to uh, really prepare for monday's broadcast eighth day is scheduled to be here in studio performing live in the eight o'clock hour they're releasing the brand new album some people actually contacted me about um, making a donation to the radio station to be able to be here when eighth day is here they are one hot group i'll tell you that much um, anyway, uh, eighth day Monday should be amazing. They are uh, incredible, as you know, and they'll be doing some great live unplugged material here in advance of the release of their brand new album. I think it's still in advance, right? I think Monday will still be a day or two away from the brand new CD. It's called Inner Flame, I believe. Inner Flame is the name of the brand-new 8th Day CD. So they'll be here Monday. Uh, you saw Werdiger before that with Alcohol Red God. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, it's Malcolm Honline joining me for the weekly update here at JM in the AM. We'll explore the events of the week and uh, find out what's going on in this interesting world of ours. That is happening tomorrow, 7.40 in the morning. Oh, and by the way, speaking of tomorrow, we're going to sneak in a conversation tomorrow morning in the 7 o'clock hour with Shirley Meyer and Avram Zamis. They claim, well, first of all, it's already public because it's all over Facebook. They claim to have information regarding the Benny Friedman summer tour, which looks remarkable, by the way. I wish I could get onto one of those trips. My gosh, they're going everywhere this summer. Um, so we'll discuss that, and they have other big news in their world of Jewish music as well. So we'll do that about, uh, oh, I don't know, sometime before the weekly update, maybe 725 or so tomorrow morning. Right here at JM in the AM. We'll have that for you. Coming up, Lipa's scheduled to join us. Lipa's scheduled to join us about 20 minutes from now with Zalman Malutik. Big event coming up at the summer stage in New York City this 16th of June. And when you hear what's going to be happening that night, I think you'll find it fascinating, as many media outlets have found it. The Wall Street Journal today has an article about it. A lot of media outlets are finding it fascinating. Anyway, we'll get to explore it with Lipa, who has not joined us in a while, and Zalman Malatek, who has not joined us in a while. They'll both be with us coming up this hour right here at JM in the AM.
want your attention Desperate times call for desperate intervention I know we pray every day for the day that he'll say That today's the day of the redemption But do we mean what we're saying? Or are we just pretending? Got a nice car, nice house, good life Happy, happy, happy with the money that I'm making Take a look around the world Pain everywhere we turn Soldiers die in wars Parents crying more Lives are tossed and torn We can't take anymore If we stand as one This godless would be done Put your hands up to the sky And wave them side to side Raise your voices loud We need machines now Put your hands up in the air And wave them everywhere Hashem Rishi, I know Hashem Atzlich, I know Put your hands up Count your blessings every day cause you have them Plenty people every day wish they had them Low times may seem dark, dark comes and goes Like the clouds, it just light with the mask on uh, But are we ready? Or are we just pretending? Got a nice car, nice house, good life Happy, happy, happy with the money that I'm making Take a look around the world Pain everywhere we turn Soldiers die in wars Parents cry Lives are tossed and torn I can't take anymore If we stand as one The scholars would be done Put your hands up to the sky And wave them side to side Raise your voices loud We need machine now Put your hands up in the air And wave them everywhere Hashem Oishiyano J.M. and the A.M., that's Nachas, brand new, with a song entitled Hands Up. Before that, David Perlman, Miracles, here at J.M. and the A.M. Eighth day is here Monday. 
Yeah, put some type of alarm. Well, you don't have to. You can hear the archive afterwards if you miss anything, but I would set the alarm for Monday at about uh, 10 to 8. That's what I would do. Make sure you're up. Make sure you're alert. You don't want to miss 8th. It is rare. Nobody here realizes how rare it is, an opportunity to get 8th day in the studio. They're always on the West Coast. That's where they're based. They're uh, not that often out here. When they are out here, they're usually taking off back to the West Coast, you know, after their event Sunday night or first thing Monday morning. Uh, But they will be spending Monday morning with us here at JM in the AM, uh, releasing a brand new CD, live music in studio. I am very much looking forward to it. We'll try to open up the phones. I don't think we've ever opened up the phones with Eighth Day here before. I don't think so. So it should be cool. Tomorrow morning, music update with uh, Struli Meyer and Avram Zamis. They'll join us in the 7 o'clock hour. Then Malcolm Holmline, of course, with a weekly update. Make sure to be tuned in tomorrow morning for that. Someone told me last night at the Roses out of Bar Mitzvah that they that they sit in their parking lot listening to the conversation with Malcolm Holmline until it ends, then they can go into their office. <laughs> I, I thank you so much for that, everybody who finds uh, our programming, especially that segment, uh, valuable and informative. Thank you so much. Uh, JM and the AM on the NSN app. We have a very active NSN app today. I guess a typical Thursday, lots of activity. Uh, first of all, listener Joe, who's tuned in on his way back from a lot. He's enjoying the show while driving. Thank you, listener Joe. Uh, <laughs> listener Ari claims that after <laughs> after my um, after I conveyed the words of Ravbelsky from last night's uh, Rosazada Simcha, that we don't have to go to Rabbi Goldwasser this morning for morning chizuk. No, we do. We'll, we'll go to Rabbi Gold. I can't do morning chizuk like Rabbi Goldwasser as much as I tried. But that was an amazing, amazing thing Ravelsky said last night. If you missed it, check out the archive section later on. Did it about, uh, what, 6.35, 6.36 this morning in that area. Repeated some of his amazing words from last night. Uh, someone writes, good morning. Please share with your listeners the origin of the JMAM show name. Hmm. That's a big story. Yeah, I'd like to set aside some time for that, to go through the whole, all the machinations of arriving at JM in the AM. we got to do that one time. JM in the AM with 55 degrees, 85% humidity, winds east at 11 miles per hour. Clouds with a high 66 tonight, 56. Tomorrow, 69. Looks like a good Shabbos weather-wise uh, coming up. Thank goodness for that. Regards to our friends running Jewish Heritage Night tonight at the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. They are one of the most successful minor league teams in all of minor league baseball, and tonight they have their Jewish Heritage Night. We look forward to being there and participating. It's a lot of fun. really is a lot of fun. want to wish a mazel tov to all the honorees at last night's Karen Biavna dinner, and I want to wish a mazel tov to Rabbi and Rebetzin Neuberger. Uh, I am told that last night was the uh, big dinner for uh, Congregation Beth Abraham in Bergenfield, New Jersey as they are celebrating, believe it or not, 25 years at the helm. Could you imagine? 25 years already. So a special mazel tov to uh, Rabbi and Mrs. Newberger and the entire Newberger family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Amazing people, as every congregant there knows, and many other people in the Jewish community know as well. Really incredible people. Amazing day on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Coming up at uh, 9 o'clock this morning, it's Charlie Harari with another brand new edition of the the boardroom with Charlie Harari. Big shout out to Willie Hochman, everybody at the uh, Joel Paul Group in New York City. They find tremendous inspiration each week when Charlie Harari goes through an 
unbelievable set of segments which help people for the world of employment, for those who are employed, those who are not yet employed. They do a lot of great things. So a special shout-out to everybody at the Joel Poll Group. They'll be listening at 9 o'clock this morning. 10 o'clock, Jew in the City speaks about her friend and mentor, Rahi Shoritz of Blessed Memory, founder of Shar Sherit, who's already missed tremendously, just passed away this week, and our condolences to her entire family. Uh, 10.30 this morning, Miriam L. Wallach with a great program um, centered around the, uh, the OU's uh, campus program. I'll give you the official name in a minute. It just escaped me for a second there. Uh, they have events going on in many different areas, including the five towns over this weekend. JLIC, the OUJLIC, National Director of Elon Haber is going to give a preview of the weekend events and speak about the nature of college campuses in the United States. That's all happening with Miriam L. Wallach this morning, starting at 10.30. So a lot of great material on our stream all day long. Make sure to be tuned in. Tune in on the NSN app or any other method and enjoy. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on Shmira Saloshan. Rabarana Koyen was the son-in-law of the Chovetz Chaim. He wanted to go into the rabbinate. He made his shtadlis for a specific position. However, he wasn't successful, and over this, he had great anxiety. The Chovetz Chaim, sensing that he felt bad, turned to him and said, Don't feel bad. If it didn't work out for you, it is a simon that you don't need it. When I was a young man, I entered into the rabbinate for a short time. However, I left it, because of an incident that happened. When you hear the details of this Masa, you will understand you haven't lost anything other than removing a heavy burden from your shoulders. The Chovetz Chaim then related, One of the butchers in the city where I was Rav was selling tarfas, non-kosher meat. I called in the butcher and told him he could no longer sell meat. A few weeks later, his wife and children came to me crying that he had done complete tshuva and would never ever do this again. They asked me to give him back his parnasa. I called him the butcher again because I wanted to know from him firsthand if the family was correct, if he had complete charata, if he regretted what he had done and really did tshuva with a complete heart. I decided to give him a knas, a fine, to ensure that he would be fearful and listen, and I allowed him to be one of the butchers in the city again, as is the law in the Shulchan Aruch. Years passed, and the butcher was nifter. One night, as I was sitting and learning, I suddenly dozed off. There appeared to me three men, with a great hadras ponim, each one very distinguished looking. However, they right away assured me that I shouldn't be afraid. We are shlichim from the Oilam Oemes, and we've been sent to clarify the facts in a certain case. They asked the Chovetz Chaim, when you gave a fine to the butcher who was caught selling the treif meat, was that a kanas, betaris tshuva? Was that his repentance? Or was that a plain kanas, a fine, without the cheshben of the person's own tshuva, their repentance? The Chovetz Chaim said, I jogged my memory, and I said, no, I gave him that fine because of what it says in the Shulchan Aruch, I didn't take into the Cheshman that he would become a Baal Tshuva, repent through this fine.
Upon hearing my answer, the three men disappeared. I thought that was the end of the matter. In a few minutes, however, I dreamt again. This time the butcher came to me, and his appearance was fearful. What do you want from me, Rabbi? he cried. Because of your words, I was sent to the lowest place in Gehenim. When they brought me to Din, they made the case against me. I argued that I had done tshuva, and the proof is that the Chovetz Chaim gave me a knas, a fine, and allowed me to return to my job. However, the accuser argued that it was only a knas, it was a fine, but it was not for repentance. And therefore, they came to ask the Chovetz Chaim himself what was the reason that he gave the knas, the fine. If the Chovetz Chaim would have said, that the knas was for tshuva, then they would not have sent me back to Gehenim. The Chovetz Chaim ended. After that I woke up from my dream. I left the rabbinate. There were other reasons as well, but this was the main reason. If I could cause a neshama to go to the deepest place in Gehenim, why do I need the rabbinate? If this is what happened with the greatest of the greats, the Chovetz Chaim, how careful we have to be in Shmira Saloshan, in guarding our tongue. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM, Thursday morning broadcast at 91.1 FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Uh, Lipa's scheduled to join us, but i got to get started with Zalman Malutik. Lipa's going to join us hopefully at some point in the next few minutes, but I am so excited about what's going on. I've alluded to this a couple of times on the air, and we had the chance to speak to Zalman about it during our big parade show, which, by the way, is going to be repeated at 1 o'clock today. So you could watch it at NahumSiegel.com or hear it on the stream through any of our avenues. Uh, Culture Fest NYC. Zalman may tell me I'm mispronouncing it. Maybe it's, maybe it's the Yiddish way of pronouncing it. Uh, but whatever it is, it is coming to New York City. Uh, it is an entire uh, incredible week-long uh, schedule of events from June the 14th through the 21st. It's called the First International Festival of Jewish Performing Arts presented by the National Yiddish Theater Folksbien at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in collaboration with the UJA Federation of New York. There's a website. We'll give it to you. There's a million sponsors. I mean, just a... Everybody you can imagine in New York City in some way, shape, or form is excited about this whole thing. And for our listenership and the people who love the music that we play on this great radio program, there is an amazing event that is part of this whole cultural experience. Summer Stage, in partnership with the National Yiddish Theater Folksbien and the Museum of Jewish Heritage, Living Memorial to the Holocaust, are presenting Yiddish Soul a concert of cantorial and Hasidic music featuring cantorial and Hasidic stars Avraham Fried, Natanel Hirschdick, Yanki Lemmer, Joseph Malavani, Lipa, I don't even have to say Schmelzer, everyone knows who Lipa is, and Zusha. Concert is 7 p.m. at the summer stage on Tuesday night, June the 16th, part of this Culture Fest NYC. And... Um, uh, like I said, there's a website, etc. Before I get to Zalman, I got to point out, and I, I don't even real—I don't even know if this uh, writer, Ralph Gardner Jr., I don't even know if he realizes how funny he's being in the way he presents this. There's an article in today's Wall Street Journal 
uh, five canters and how they got into the soul business. And he writes, you've no doubt heard of the three ke- of the three tenors, but how about the five canters? They would be Avram Fried, Nathaniel Hirschdick, Yankee Lemmer, Joseph Malavani, and Lipa Schmelzer. And on June 16th, they're giving a free concert of cantorial and contemporary Hasidic music at Summer Stage, part of Culture Fest New York City, week-long festival, etc. I met with the quintet. I don't know whether it's appropriate to call these superstar cantors a quintet, any, a quintet any more than it would be to pronounce Domingo Pavarotti and Carreras as a trio at Lincoln Square Synagogue on the west side. With the exception of Mr. Malavani, the cantor at Fifth Avenue and a professor of liturgical music at Yeshiva University, uh, none of the men conform to my button-down conception of what a cantor, a person who sings liturgical music and leads prayers at a synagogue, looks should look like. Not that I held strong convictions on the subject. However, Mr. Schmelzer, at least his wacky eyewear, not to mention his yarmulke decorated with colorful M&Ms, was positively arresting. It sent a message. Maybe I needed to reconsider my stale stereotypes. And they get into a, It's a funny article. There are a lot of funny nuances if you're into the Jewish music world and you hear somebody write about it in the Wall Street Journal. Anyway, the event is the 16th with all those aforementioned performers. Zalman Malutik is the artistic director for the National Yiddish Theater Folks BN. And Zalman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Nachum, it's a pleasure to be on the air with you. Uh, you. You get what I mean, that this guy doesn't even realize how funny the article is? <laughs> I can't even tell you the things he said. It was, it, was so, it was so crazy, the things that he brought up. That's why I you say know? everybody's got to read it just to see some of the quotes that he has and some of the comparisons that are made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was... Uh, he was totally blown away by this group of two guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'd be totally blown away. Imagine somebody coming in completely from the outside. All right. Getting, you know, getting them all together in one place and then having them sing in the, at the Lincoln Square Synagogue. He stayed around for another hour just to listen because we, we jammed a little bit on, you know, at the Elmer just a little bit to, to sing together. I'll t- by the way, Zalman, i got to tell you something. You know, you know about performers, and you know how artists are, and many of them, you know, rightfully very concerned about their image, about, you know, the events they do do and the the ones they don't do, etc. This is not an easy lineup to put together. I mean, when you when when an artist knows that he's performing with somebody who's go or with other people who are going to bring completely different audiences, you know, to to the event, that can be a challenging proposition. We have a amazing musical director of Remy Gurari, one of the one of the you know leading lights in you know musical direction of the every and all everybody knows him and they, everybody had respect for him and of course for the idea that I put together Zalman give me or- Zalman give me a second give me a second I think Lipa's on Lipa are you there yes okay I am. Lipa's with us go ahead Zalman you were saying of Remy Gurari go ahead yes no he, every, the, the idea is that if Remy put together you know, has put together this this program with us, with the you know, with the input of all the artists. We got together in May, you know, at the at the Fifth Avenue Synagogue. Yossi Malavani hosted it, right. and we had a you know a wonderful sit down. We talked about it. Okay, what's the idea of the event? What are we doing? And it was it was so uh, Hamish and Bekovitic and respect it was it was really tr- tremendous to see everybody around the table oh i think it, i think it's remarkable i think it's wonderful and you know so culture fest nyc and, and as i said there's a website people could see there's hundreds of events there's a lot of stuff going on the booklet looks amazing i i said on the air that there's a lot of sponsors obviously tremendous interest in new york what was it important for you to have 
one of the big musical events, one that really appeals to the core of the Jewish community? That's the, cru- that's the crux of it, Nachum. You know, the, in honor of our 100th anniversary, this is the 100th anniversary of the National Yiddish Theater. Right. We, we needed to say to the world, you know, that, that we have reinvented ourselves. The Yiddish Theater is not the Yiddish Theater that once was, that catered to a certain audience that, that, that was mainly for Yiddish-speaking um, immigrants at the time. Now, we, now, we, now we're talking about bringing Yiddish culture and the culture of Yiddish kite to the widest popular, uh, widest audience. And, it was, and, that, and, that's, and that's why it was so important for us to, to put together this concert that would break down the, the, the uh, stereotypes of, of saying, okay, this is what the Yiddish theater is, <laughs> is presenting. No, yes, we're presenting something, you know, bringing the, the top, you know, Hasid, you know Hasidic superstars, as Lipa is, and, 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 Avram, and Avramel, and, and, and the leading lights of the cantorial world together, and singing in Yiddish, singing in Ivrit, of course, as well, put together, and, and just making a major statement in New York City. Unbelievable. And hopefully, and hopefully people will get a sense, okay, what else? You know, because we have amazing, we have over 100 events that whole week now. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. That's why I say people should really explore because, again, there'll be a lot of stuff that people are really into, some they would never go to, but everyone's going to find something that they're going to enjoy uh, during that week in New York, and we'll give out all that information coming up. By the way, the concert, everybody, is uh, in honor of um, National Yiddish Theater folks being dear friend Mitch Merlis, Gedalia Menachem Mendel, and uh, another added reason for it to be a great success. By the way, uh, Zalman, this is a free event. People have to realize this is a totally free concert. You're you're yes, you're getting I'm, on you're, you're getting on the air and just inviting people to the party, basically. I'm glad you're mentioning it because you know nothing is free, Nachum, as you well understand. <laughs> you know, as in in all of our businesses, but we made sure, we wanted to make sure that this event could you know Amcha could come on every level could come and make a major statement. Of course, we have supporters, and we continue are continually are looking for supporters for this event and for other events. But but the important thing was to make it free to make you know to let Amcha come and hear this amazing array of uh, performers together. I don't know if people realize, I mean, they're going to see this lineup totally for free. Avram Fried, Natanel Hirschig, Yanki Lemmer, Kanter Malavani, Lipa Schmelzer, and Zusha all for free. Pretty amazing. And by the way. You know, we've been at the summer stage before. Uh, obviously, it's a it's a very large place, but in in some way, there's limited seating. Is is this you know one of those nights where we're telling people get there as early as possible? I think so. I think it's a, I, I think it's a wise idea. We haven't really mentioned it, but I think it is a wise idea because the play that we're getting today's Wall Street Journal, yeah. a piece in the Times, Channel Eleven is doing a, a TV interview, CBS Radio. I mean, you know. Uh, you know, there's a lot of interest in this idea that we put together. Yeah, by the way, Zalman, that was another thing that caught my eye. With all these events going on this week, it's amazing that the regular general media is most attracted, it seems, to this concert. What's most amazing, Malcolm, is that two weeks after it was announced, Time Out New York listed it as one of the top and concerts that some estate is producing. I have to say that, you know, a, a lot of the thanks has, goes to uh, the Museum of Jewish Heritage, uh, which is our new uh, home. Right. So, uh, you know, thanks to uh, the chairmanship of Bruce Ratner and the vision of his and, and him and David Marwell, who's the executive director, they've invited us for 
in honor of our 100th anniversary, to have a permanent home there. So a lot of it, I just wanted to, you know, give a little, you know, give a little plug to our new partners there at our new home. Oh, 100%. And it just, I, I don't mean to make fun of the fact that the general media is concentrating on this event, but it's like, it, it's just so hard to believe that this is what's catching their eye and their ear, uh, you know, that week in New York City. All right, Lipa's with us, and obviously a lot of people in this audience want to hear him. So let's get to Lipa. Lipa, good morning. Welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, how are you? Baruch Hashem! Sounds like you had another mitzvah dance last night. <laughs> I had a video shoot, actually. So uh, You're always doing yes, something, huh? My voice, I just came out of bed. You're always doing something. It is unbelievable how busy you are, Baruch Hashem, entertaining people and, uh, and inspiring people. All right, so Lipa, how is it for you to now be part of a cantorial and Hasidic music event with this incredible lineup at Summer Stage, what are your thoughts? So, there's a few thoughts, and also listening to Zalman, there's a few thoughts I have. First of all, about being involved in a cantorial event, it comes in the right time, because I just finished a class in school of Western musical civilization. Ooh. And um, so, a masterpiece of Western music, I should call it. So, and a lot of it is the opera. And um, I didn't know, but now I know that opera is Chazanos. Chazanos in English is opera. Yeah. Um, because I was always wondering, they think that I'm taking styles from the surroundings where we live. But in the olden days, the Chazanos didn't. But now I know at least I can relate it to opera. Mm. Anyway, but what I relate most probably than all the other singers in this show, what I relate more to the folk dinner is my Yiddish. Because after all, Nochumi know that I talk, my Yiddish is my first language. Right. I'm Russian. And um, I'm probably one of the only singers that makes Yiddish lyrics in a way that also goes into the modern society and people who don't usually talk Yiddish and <laughs> listen to my songs. That's for sure. So to go back to songs from before the Holocaust and to sing it with people with such a variety of cantors, especially Malawani, he does it over 40 years, and he has three who have joined the stage with him many, numerous times. We have people from Israel, people from New York, Zushas, entirely new character all in all together it's a beautiful combination and uh, it's a beautiful thing so this is one reason why i relate to it very much and i can also give you a story that i read something i'll give it to you in a minute that um which which touched my heart very much and i'm going to record it in a little clip and send it out why it's so important that people come to this show all right and that story is Okay, so I first wanted to make sure I'm not, I'm, I'm not using up my quarter. No, not at, all, not at all. Everybody wants okay. to hear everything you have to say. And um, Lipa with so, us at JM in the AM. What? Just reminding everybody that it's Lipa who's with us at JM in the AM. Oh, okay, Gavaldik. I hope it's not too much noisy, but I went to get a coffee. I'm being honest because <laughs> I, mean, I need my coffee, you know? Anyway, I thought Zalman will talk for five more minutes, and I'll grab it. But now it's okay. I'm standing in line. They can all hear me talk about the show. Zalman always, Zalman o- the Zalman always yes. defers to the performers. <laughs> no question. <laughs> Go ahead, Lipa. So, yes. First of all, Zalman is amazing. And... Um, Salman is a good friend of mine because we spend a lot on the piano. He listens to my songs, and he and, and he tries to teach me a little bit um, music theory. And um, so Salman is a very good guy to have on board. And um, so the story is like this: There's a library in Columbia University, Butler's Library, and um, on the 11th floor they have books that are not so famous, 
and one of the books is, is a lot of the Yiddish books. I'm having a medium pike, and I'm live on the radio, so you can say good morning. <laughs> okay, hello? So, yeah. anyway, uh, I'll wait. Anyway, so, the bottom line is that I did, I did, um, so I went up on the 11th floor with all the Yiddish books, and there's the organization Evo who keeps uh, the Yiddish history right. alive. Right. And I'm reading about in the 1920s where there is uh, a debate if people should immigrate to Israel or not. Wow. Meaning before we had established the state of Israel. Palestine. And yeah, and think about it. You know, we, we look at it, it's only like 70 years ago. 70 years ago in, in terms of history is yesterday. And they think, should we go to Israel? Shouldn't we go? And someone writes into the paper. Now, this is not a write-up, but this is legit someone debates in the paper. He, in other words, it's not a write-up about history, what right. happened then. This is a real, this is a real letter to the paper. Yeah. That he writes that he's upset about the meeting at Chernobyl, that people are planning to change the language of the Jews to Hebrew, and he doesn't get it. He says, eight million people are talking Yiddish. We have cultures, we have theater, we have everything, and why change it to Hebrew? And I'm stopping. I'm, I'm stopping for a second. I'm, all, I'm the only one at that time on the 11th floor, and I'm looking around, and I'm thinking, 8 million people spoke Yiddish. 8 million people. Which says that for the Holocaust, it's not only the 6 million who died, but it's a whole culture. Yep. A whole culture died. And I think it's very important. We have fingers today, not to mention names, including my own name, and think about it. There were so many singers, and nobody even talks about them today, and, uh, besides academics who, who, who are into history. But I'm talking to youth, and I see them, and uh, those who talk Yiddish. And there's a, there's a market. There's a market for people, like in the Hasidic Chevelt, there's, 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 a, there's a website, Kavish Tebow, which means the coffee house. And it's only in Yiddish. And, of course, there's a lot of nicknames because people are afraid of their schools, of their internet. But there's a place called Ivel, and a lot of people are writing in Yiddish, and they want to be educated, and they want to know a little bit about, you know, they want to they want to be they want to write better Yiddish, and, and they have they have writers writing there, regular people critiques, they write about new CDs that's coming out, right. and why shouldn't they know that we had this, we had theater, we had culture, and they should get involved and to bring an old world and a new world together. A hundred percent. In the Hamish world, where they don't have theater, and they don't have any other, any other extravaganza to look forward to in this area. So I think this Volksbinner can be something that can tie these worlds together. Zalman Malutik, what are your thoughts as you hear Lipa describe the importance of the continued revival of Yiddish? I just want to say that, you know, while, while, you know, while six million of our, you know, Yiddish speakers um, perished, Tragically, our families, etc. What's so amazing about our Yiddish culture and Jew and Yiddishkeit is that it did not. We didn't lose it. You know, today, today there are klezmer bands in every city in Europe and every city, major city in America. We're bringing to New York artists, you know, from Japan, from South Africa, from Australia. People are exploring their Yiddish, their these Jewish roots. Not everything will be in Yiddish. I want to say during this festival, there'll be 
things in, in Hebrew. They'll be, we're bringing Leah Kenig, the star of the Habima. We're bringing um, the Gare Mandolin Orchestra at the Skirball, an incredible event. I mean, there's a lot of things that are, we're bringing Jewish culture, really, and that's why we purposely called it a, a festival of performing, of Jewish performing arts, so that it would be, you know, broader, so that people wouldn't, so people are afraid people aren't going to understand that. We're having 12 theater companies coming, also performing in various languages, of course, everything was super titled. But the Yiddish, the Yiddish language, you know, has permeated into music, into There'll be a whole academic symposium with leading um, professors from all over the world. LIPA will participate in one of them, uh, talking about the Hasidic Welt. I'll be talking about Goldfaden with Romanians. Uh, it's quite it's quite an amazing array. I think I think a Klezmer group actually kicks off the whole festival. Am I right? That on day yeah. one there's a yeah. It's actually uh, the first the very first concert at one o'clock is So Called, who is an amazing hip hop. Uh, artist who compi- combines the old sounds of old 78 recordings with new sounds. He's amazing. And, and then at, seven, at 7.30 at the Winter Garden at the, the uh, Brookfield Place, the Cosmatics, Grammy Award-winning Cosmatics, will be hosting an event with Neil Sedaka, Judy Blazer, and many of the international artists, and also a free event. That's also on the, uh, those are both on the 14th, on the first day. Yeah, both on the, on the very first day on the 14th. All right, Zalman Malatik and Leap are with us. Uh, many, I mean, this audience obviously is very familiar with the with the Cantors, Yanki Lemmer, Joseph Malavani, Nathaniel Hirschdick, Avram Fried, no stranger to us. I'm sure we'll have a chance to speak with him before the event on the 16th. But Lipa, what could you tell us about Zusha? Is there anything you could tell this audience? I mean, we've played Zusha on the air, and a lot of their songs we enjoy. Is there anything you could tell this audience about the uniqueness of Zusha? Yes. I'm going to tell you, but I just want to just say the punchline on, on overall my long speeches, that even if you don't speak Yiddish, and I'm talking to the audience now, even if you don't speak Yiddish, this is about, and I'm going to say this in a little, little clip. I told Tom, and this is my, I'm volunteering to send out a clip like this, and saying this is about coming and remembering that a whole culture existed, even as Alma says, we have it from Africa and from all over the world, but the six million who died, they lived Yiddish. And right. eight million people spoke Yiddish. And for that alone, we should come and show our support for a language that's our heritage. Very good. In 1920, they didn't even know that Hebrew will exist and people will be in Israel. So it's all tied in together. And uh, Leepa, Le- Le- give one, give, give Zalman one second to add something. Go ahead, Zalman. You didn't hear what he asked you. He asked you to talk about Zusha. Yeah, yeah, he's getting to Zusha. Go ahead, Leepa. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting to Zusha. So because I had to finish this. And uh, to say that the founders of the state of Israel were also speaking Yiddish. And so I'm going to go to Zusha. So I'm an artist, and when I hold something on my tongue, I have to say it. So especially if it's uh, important for the show, so I have to say it. Now about Zusha. So first let me tell you, <clears throat> I don't know why, but Zusha, the name Zusha reminds me of my brother Zusha. I have a brother Zusha. <laughs> and uh, Zusha is like the Hasidic sheep in my family. So like he goes around and he collects money for square. He says, Lipa, Lipa. So, in a way, it's strange because the group Zusha is, they come from, I think, I think they come from a modern background, but in this singing stage, in general, 
they're the ones who try to carry the Hasidisha message. Right. So we walked in the city, and you have this guy with a funky hat and a blonde beard, and then the guy with a long black beard who reminds me of my brother-in-law, <laughs> a long face, and they think, and I don't remember the melody, but it touched my heart. And before I know it, I'm singing along with them, and everybody else in the street that walks with us hums along with them. And it has no words, no Yiddish, no Hebrew, but it has a lot of neshama and a lot of soul and uh, a lot of heart. And I'll even tell you something that if they listen, maybe they'll say, oh, why did to say that even? Because it's like about me, it may look different, but I'm, doing, I'm, I'm working on an album now, which is more like, a, like, a, like a dance music, like a JDM instead of EDM or JMDM. So Jewish dance music is really like matching for all the teenagers that have no reason why to listen to any other music with different kind of language. So I asked Zusha if they want to do a duet with me. Nice. And they listen to the music and says, Lipa, we love you, and we love everything you stand for, but we don't want to come out right at the beginning with like a trans music when this is not our main calling. We're singing more like, if you want to sing something with an acoustic guitar and something like a real Hasidic art, Lipa, we do a video with you in a heartbeat. And I said to them, you're 100% right. You should stick to this genre, and one day I'll make with you a duet in that genre. Well, now, so you, is, now you have your chance. You could do a duet on the 16th. A hundred percent we will. A hundred percent. And maybe I'll even do a new song on my album on the 16th. I have to talk to Zalman about it. But Ooh. the thing is that Zusha, they're, they're, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see that Lipa Schmelzer comes from a very Hasidic background, is open-minded to sing very modern music, and then Zusha comes from a very modern background, goes into the Hasidic music. It, the world is just coming together. It's so beautiful. A great point, Lipa. A great point. Everybody out there, you can check out the uh, entire Culture Fest New York City, the first international festival of Jewish performing arts. There's a website, K-U-L-T-U-R-F-E-S-T-N-Y-C.org. KulturFestNYC.org. Tickets and information about all the things going on that week. 212-213-2120. 212-213-2120. And, of course, the night of the 16th of June, a week from this coming Tuesday, 7 p.m., a free concert at the Summer Stage brought to you by um, uh, the Museum of Jewish Heritage and the Summer Stage and supported by the Howard Gilman Foundation with musical director of Rami Gurari and musical supervisor Zalman Malatik. It'll be cantorial and Hasidic stars Avremel, Natanel Hirschdick, Yanki Lemmer, Cantor Malavani, Lipa, and Zusha all together. By the way, Zalman, uh, I, I, I know you will not take this as a joke. I'm not trying to be a smart aleck. It's a real question. How close is Lipa's Yiddish, because he mentions it's his first language, to your Yiddish, for instance? Is, is it very close? Is it, is it exactly the same? It's not, it's not exactly the same, but it's such a machaya. Nachum, it's such a pleasure to speak with Lipa. It's like it's the most Hamish thing. I, you know, when I, when I, when I, when we speak on the phone, you know, he speaks like a mile a minute. You can't catch. That's him. true. You, know, you can't keep up with. Aber Zalman, ich will sagen, oi will ich speziell reden 
wie Yiddish von Volksbinder, ich kann das euch tun. So, the way I'll say it, it's like the English language that has the British accent and the American accent. Right. There's the Shakespeare Yiddish and there's the regular Williamsburg Yiddish, <laughs> but we can bring it together. <laughs> You see, Zalman, you said you're very similar. Leap is making an argument that it's very different. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, listen, you know, everybody has his own blick. Everyone has his own view. I want to just say that, yep. you know, um, you know, Frank London of the Cosmatic right. is also very centrally involved in this. A legend, a legend. With Remy and with myself and right. putting it together. He's a legend. Yeah. Frank's amazing. Uh, all right. I'm going to work. Uh, there's something in the secret that uh, that because I connected with Frank London through Zalman, that uh, he played me a song of his, and I liked it, and there's maybe some collaboration that may take till one year, but that we want to do. And I also want to hold my breath in this one thing, that Zalman's son is part of the Zusha. Ah, very and, nice. And it adds a beautiful color, because then they show it's not only the Hasidic look, but it's not about looks at all. They have all types. They have, they're like three. It's a group, and they, it, they all look different. And there it's a combination, have. and it's beautiful. All right, I didn't realize that Zalman. That's really cool. I didn't realize you have a family member in Zusha. I have, I have. A, he has a son, and I just, I'm just, I must, I must say it because because this audience would appreciate it that my oldest son Avram is getting smicha from Kolave in two weeks. Wow, Mazal Tov to you. Wow. You know, Huge, huge, huge for me. What are you, like a full-service Jewish family? I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And, and I just want just one word about Gedalia Menachem Mendel. Yes, Mitch right. Merlis of Blessed Memory. You know, Mitchie, Mitchie was, was a giant of a man, you know. You remember, I mean, you played basketball with him. <laughs> That's right. But, but, he, but he was a giant in his, in his chesed and his neshama. And he would have these kumzises with, with, his, with his wife and family in Teaneck. That you know, Avramel would come and 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 Lipa would come sometimes and trek. It was amazing. And these these events that were so full of heart and neshama inspired me to put together this event. So and it's really, in his in his memory, that we're we're doing. All right, excellent. Zalman will keep reminding the audience. Lipa will see you the sixteenth. Good luck. This looks like an amazing night and a free night, which is going to be a, a thrill for everybody out there to come on out and enjoy. Thank you both for joining me this morning. Thank you. I get in tongue to you too, Lipa. <laughs> and thank you, Zalman Malutik. Zalman, of course, is the, uh, let me get the official title. I don't want to shortchange the great Zalman Malutik. Zalman is artistic director of the National Yiddish Theater, folks being. The event, the entire week long of events in New York City is CoulterFestNYC.org, K U L T U R F E S T N Y C.org. There's a phone number, 212-213-2120. The one that we really want to bring to the attention of this audience, obviously, is the one that stars uh, Avremel, Lipa, Zusha, uh, the great cantors, uh, Hershtik, Malavani, Lemmer, in partnership with Summer Stage, Museum of the Jewish Heritage, supported by the Howard Gilman Foundation, Tuesday night, June 16th. It's at Summer Stage in Central Park starting at 7 o'clock. I recommend you get there earlier. We know what happens at Summer Stage when the crowd gets too big. Uh, the police do not like to, uh, to crowd that place. Uh, but it starts at 7 and it's free. 
information. Uh, again, you could utilize the website or any of the, uh, just search it online, you'll find it. And we're looking forward to a great event. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wir wollen sich freien, was im Chess jetzt mit Steien, hast du es viel am Maien, für Daten dem Getreien, und eine Lad für Weihen, heute ist die Mai Eien, sie wehmen kennen mit Schreien, sind Daten dem Getreien.
They're called Zusha, and they are part of that incredible free event that we were talking about, the summer stage event on June the 16th. It's Zusha, Lipa, Avramel, everybody with one name now, uh, <laughs> and three cantors, cantors uh, Lemmer, Malavani, and Hirschdick, all participating in that free event as part of Culture Fest New York City. You could search it online. It's uh, it's it's getting unbelievable media attention, and no joke. When I was speaking with um, with Zalman before Lipa joined us, uh, you heard me ask him about this uh, attention at this specific event. Forget about the whole week, which is getting a lot of attention, but this specific event is getting a lot of attention uh, in the general media. Today's Wall Street Journal, as we mentioned, with that article about uh, the five performers. Uh, that was an article written by um, Ralph Gardner Jr., and you'll find that in today's, uh, I think it was today's uh, journal. It was posted late last night, so I'm assuming that it's appearing in today's uh, Wall Street Journal. J.M. in the A.M., 11 minutes after 8 o'clock on this uh, a Thursday morning broadcast. Malcolm Honeline tomorrow, 7.40 is when we start the weekly update. Make sure you're tuned in. The weekly update will analyze all the different things that happened this week. Big thank you to our friends at JEC. We had a fabulous visit there yesterday, really a great visit. And a big thank you to everybody for the wonderful welcome. And we're, we're like at home over there at this point. Uh, we've been there now three years in a row in advance of their big dinner, uh, which is coming up this year on the 17th. So a big thank you to JEC and everybody in Elizabeth, New Jersey, for welcoming us. Uh, great day on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in even after JM and the AM when people like Charlie Harari and uh, Allison Joseph's Jew in the City and Miriam Alwalik and others carry you through the day with some fantastic programming. If you're going to leave it, if you're going to test out the stream any day to see if the programming's worthwhile for you to keep it on all day long in your office, today's the day to test it out. Today is the day. A lot of great programming all through the day, and I hope you'll take advantage of the opportunity and, uh, in fact, keep it on all through the day. Um, well, yesterday we were mentioning uh, multiple times, and, and earlier in the week as well, uh, coinciding with the yard site of the three boys who were uh, kidnapped and killed last year in Israel by the enemy. Uh, there's a un- there was a Unity Day, a Unity Day called on by the uh, parents and families of the three boys. Uh, and we used the opportunity to remind everybody yesterday that we should concentrate on what unites us and not what divides us. Uh, that that would be the appropriate way to, uh, to honor their memory and to strengthen the Jewish bond and the links in the chain of Jewish continuity throughout the world. Um, so it was, a, uh, I, I think, a very important message, and we really owe a debt of gratitude to the families for bringing this message to everybody and coinciding it with a very significant day in their lives, of course. J.J. Sussman is with us live via telephone. J.J., who's in Israel is Managing Director of Unity Day International, J.J. Sussman. Welcome to JM in the AM. Thanks, thanks for having me, Malcolm, on the show. A pleasure to have you. How did we do yesterday worldwide? We'll talk about the Unity Prize and the different things you're involved with, but how would you judge that the Jewish world did in response to the plea of the three families yesterday? No, it was, it was really overwhelming to see. Uh, our, our morning started early with our first event, on the day in Auckland, New Zealand, wow. and continued throughout Australia, South Africa, Helsinki, Finland, Beijing, China, South America, and of course uh, Israel and North America. There were 
There were over uh, 150 organizations participating in over 90 events in over 20 countries around the world. It the, was really incredible. The nature of the events, was it prayer? Was it uh, lectures and sermons? Was it music? Was it a combination of everything, depending on where it was in the world? Right. So I think what really made this whole event unique, and what I, I think we harken back to a year ago, what made that whole time unique, was, was the unity and the support in, in whatever way people felt they could show it to the families and to each other. The same kind of thing happened here. So there was an event, for example, in Boca Raton, Florida, last night, where they overflowed an auditorium. Sixteen of the shuls of various denominations came together for a memorial event. They screened a short film, and they all uh, focused, all the rabbis there, focused on, on the value of Jewish unity. Here in Israel, there were... Uh, Chiloni, you know, secular high schools getting together with Jewish high schools. There were there were kids going to malls together again, Jew, uh, Orthodox and secular, and giving out chocolates in, in commemoration of Unity Day in memory of the three boys. Hmm. So really, wherever it was, there were various events happening, and and it was you can check out the Facebook page and see some of the pictures at Jerusalem Unity Prize in memory of Ayal Gilad and Naftali to get a sense of what happened. You know, we've spoken about this so often, and I'm sure plenty of people out of the context of this show have discussed it in their own lives as well. Uh, we, we continue to marvel at the unity that these three boys through this tragedy uh, brought the Jewish world. And, of course, we've had, unfortunately, many, many tragedies in modern Jewish history, and, and it seems none of them have, uh, have, have gone ahead and accelerated the unity of the Jewish people, like this episode. Can you add anything to this whole equation? Can you add anything to to reinforce this unbelievable impression that there was something about this incident that was like none other in the Jewish world? Well, you know, it's incredible. I think if we all took a second and thought back to a year ago, we all felt the connection. And, and it shows up in just how we refer to it. We refer to the boys as our boys. And I think that in and of itself uh, shows our own connections to the whole episode that happened and the unity that ensued. And a lot of credit here goes to the families, of course, who set up a foundation right. to take the good that came out of the tragedy uh, and, and focus on that, together with Mayor Nir Barkat, who initiated the prize, uh, along with uh, and, and along with the Gesher uh, organization here in Israel, uh, focused on Unity Day to really take the good that came out of what happened last year, focus on that, promote Jewish unity, around the world. Uh, they, they awarded yesterday, I was at the President's residence here, where there was a special ceremony where they awarded the Jerusalem Unity Prize, the first annual Jerusalem Unity Prize. And the committee received over 200 applications of various people or organizations focused on the value of Jewish unity. So it exists, and I think the to their credit, the families are wishing and, and hoping to highlight all the good that exists amongst our incredible nation. Yeah, hey, all we kept saying was that people should take a minute to remember and to concentrate on what unites us instead of divides us. If people, you know, by the thousands went ahead and did just that, then Unity Day will have certainly served a great purpose. The the winners were announced, as you mentioned, at the uh, at the president um, uh, at the president's residence in the state of Israel. Yesterday, I mean, who are among those who won it? What types of people or groups were awarded this Unity Prize? So there were three categories. There was an individual, an organization, and an Israel Diaspora category. Uh, the Israel Diaspora category was won by the Chabad of Bangkok, which is obviously a home away from home for Jews of all walks of life wow. who uh, happen to travel through uh, Bangkok and all the great work that they do. The, uh, the organization here in Israel is a very interesting one called Nifkashim Bishmil Yisrael, so a hike 
along the path Shvili Israel, which is a, a path that goes from the north to the south of Israel, right. the length of the country, and and they started this couple started this organization, the Apner family, in memory of their son who was killed in the horrible uh, helicopter tragedy about 20 years ago, and now on a yearly basis, uh, various people in Israeli society just hike and get a chance to talk and get to know one another because that's <laughs> really the first step in uh, in breaking down all of the barriers between you know, which lead to, unfortunately, to the terrible machokas that uh, happen amongst our people. Yeah, oh, no question. Communication is such an antidote to all of this, if people would only realize it. Uh, you know, Nachum, if I can, in, in the New York area, yeah. it's really amazing to see as well, in, in White Plains, there were five schools that got together, also of different denominations. Wow. In the JCC in Manhattan, there were, I don't remember the exact number, between 10 and 15 of the local high school sent representatives to a joint event in the morning for about two or three hours where they studied the value of Jewish unity together at roundtables. In Lawrence, there was an event uh, at, the, at the home of the Honig family, together with Aish and, uh, and other organizations. So it really happened as well in, in the New York and New Jersey area as well. And, and the Arivut organization had a Chesed Fair and Frisch. And, you know, it, it went beyond what we can control. There was just such an outpouring of wanting to do something. Uh, to memorialize those boys and to take the value of unity and push it even even forward. I would assume that the families and the mayor of Jerusalem and others who've been involved would like to see this continue, and, and why not bring up the topic of unity on an annual basis? Yeah, they absolutely. This is not going to be a one-time affair. This is a, a peak. And by the way, the, the Federation of New York is a big supporter of this whole effort as well. Wow. Uh, and, and yes, it's going to be a, a long-term effort. Maybe Unity Day will be a one-time-a-year uh, peak. But we're already in touch here with the education ministry about how to continue this throughout the summer camps and the school year. Uh, we're in touch with various organizations around the world uh, with the same message, that unity shouldn't be something that happens only during times of tragedy, but we should figure out a way to really uh, that that value and uh, really practice it on, on an everyday basis. Ah, no, excellent message. J.J. Sussman is Managing Director of Unity Day, Unity Day International. And based on his account, the uh, collective Jewish community, that same Jewish community that we expressed last year, suffered the collective pain of the kidnapping and murder of our three boys. Uh, it seems that the collective Jewish community around the world did a really good job with Unity Day International yesterday. J.J., thank you so much for joining us. Best regards to everybody in Israel. Thank you, Anakam. Really great to be a part of the show. Thursday morning broadcast as we continue at JM in the AM.
the AM. Oh, yeah, that's Yehuda Green. Big thank you to our friends at JEC. We had a great day there yesterday. I want to thank everybody who made that happen. Really a nice morning yesterday in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Hey, Eighth Day is supposed to be here on Monday. Eighth Day live at JM in the AM on Monday. Cannot wait. They'll be playing Unplugged. They'll introduce the brand new album, etc., etc. Eighth Day Monday here at JM in the AM. Avram Zamis and Strilly Meyer join me in the 7 o'clock hour tomorrow. They have a couple of big major announcements, including their official announcement about the Benny Friedman Summer Tour which I'm still trying to get to, to be part of because he's going everywhere. You can't imagine the places that he's going to be visiting this summer. Anyway, uh, they'll have that tomorrow morning. We'll do that about 725, then weekly update at 740 tomorrow at JM and the AM. Amazing day on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. We'll be followed by Charlie Harari and the boardroom. Big shout-out to Willie Hochman and everybody at the uh, Joel Paul group who are taking special pride in Charlie's weekly presentation. I don't know how he packs so much into one hour. He just packs everything into an amazing hour uh, every single Thursday at the 10 a.m. Today he'll be doing segments that include leadership, no, not believe you'll be successful, productivity, never look at things twice, innovation, learn to listen, life bits, how happiness makes us successful, unlocking greatness spotlight with Jason Gelber, in the news with Michael Davis, and 12 things successful people never reveal about themselves at work. All between 9 and 10 this morning on the boardroom with Charlie Harari on jmtheam.org. Jew in the City, Allison Josephs, takes a look at the life of the incredible Rochi Shoritz, who we lost earlier this week, founder of Sharsheret, somebody who helped thousands of people and their families around the world. Um, Miriam Alwalik has a great show today on That's Life. The OUJLIC weekend event is happening in the five towns and other areas. She'll speak to National Director Rabbi Ilan Haber regarding the nature of college campuses in the United States. That's starting at 1030. Doug Sokloff of Kitchen Sink, K-I-T-C-H-N-S-Y-N-C-H, is going to join me at 12 noon during the live lunch. At 1 o'clock, we're going to encore the parade show, so you'll have a chance to uh, hear and see that. Um, on com and jmnam.org. And at 6 p.m. tonight, I am so glad to report that Michael Fragan returns with a fresh edition of Spin Class tonight, Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. He'll spin on the frantic end of the legislative session in Albany, plus the Jewish agenda in Albany with Assemblyman Michael Samanowitz and the OU's Jake Adler, and he'll discuss the effort to delegitimize the political power of the Orthodox community. It's happening 6 p.m. tonight on our stream at jmnam.org with Michael Fragan and Spin Class. Mazal tov to the Rosa Zada family. David Rosa Zada celebrated the Hachnasa Sefer Torah and his bar mitzvah last night. It was spectacular. To Lori and Dr. Joe and all the parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, family, relatives, friends, everybody. If we went through the whole list of family, it would be an entire morning. Just an incredible celebration. Earlier, I mentioned the words that Ravelsky said last night uh, as the Achnasa Sefer Torah was uh, was, um, happening. And um, if you missed it, I would love for you to go to the archives at jmnam.org and listen to the first segment this morning, about 6.38 or so this morning, on the words of Vani Barov Chazdecha Avo Secha. It was just so poignant and so incredible and such, something to remember every single time we walk into shul or wake up in the morning uh, every single day. So uh, you can check that out. Tomorrow morning, it's our weekly update. 
Malcolm Holmline joins us at 7.40 in the morning. Weekly update, 7.40 tomorrow right here at JM and the AM. Oh, and a special hello to everybody going to Jewish Heritage Night tonight at the Lehigh, Valley, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Chazirei Barzell. Uh, they have a big Jewish Heritage Night tonight, and we are anticipating celebrating with them out there. Uh, all the Lehigh Valley listeners, come on over and say hi. Uh, tonight in the stadium. We'd appreciate that. Eighth day is here Monday. I don't even know if I'm supposed to play this yet, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's the title track of their new album, Inner Flame, at JM in the AM. Inner Flame, that's eighth day, brand new, and they are coming here on Monday. My gosh, that's quite a song, huh? Inner Flame, eighth day at JM in the AM. Unbelievable. JM in the AM, there they are. 
Eighth day expected in studio this coming Monday morning right here at JM and the AM. Hey, Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum are with us live via telephone. I wanted to thank them. I wanted to get them on the air and thank them. For uh, they didn't just help us get to Fifth Avenue and make sure we were able to be on Fifth Avenue on Sunday. They actually joined us for the for a good part of our show. You'll hear it by the way. One o'clock today. We're going to replay it on our stream at jmnam.org, and of course, you could see the archive and you could watch the archive. And um, yesterday, something happened that uh, that jogged my memory about something at J Drugs. I figured this is a good opportunity to. Uh, to um, thank them and to get them on the air this morning here at JM and the AM. Ronnie, Larry Birnbaum, J Drugs in Brooklyn, New York. Welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's a pleasure to be here. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Ronnie. How are you? We're good. We're <laughs> in the throes of camp season right now. I figured it was either that or you're still completely pooped from Sunday's parade. No, <laughs> yeah, that was very uh, invigorating. <laughs> it was invigorating, but I'll tell you. to... Better, work harder, go, go forward. I appreciate that. It was a really high-spirited event. And, you know, when you concentrate on the positive, when you concentrate on the tens of thousands of people that are coming out and are celebrating and are taking pride in Israel, it gives you a really positive perspective of the entire day. It's only positive when it comes to the Israel Day Parade. There is no downside. So it was really great and wonderful to have you there. And uh, it did. It did start raining a drop, but I, I, I thought that was, uh, you know, it, it, it was nothing compared to what could have been, especially as we saw what the weather was like later on. So thank goodness everyone made it through the day weather-wise and had an amazing time uh, saluting, supporting, and taking great pride in celebrating Israel. And again, I thank both of you. I remind everybody that J Drugs flies the flag, and they do so. Uh, every single year, and they're always doing everything they can for Israel. And you guys are known, and I said this a million times on Sunday, you're known for so many different causes, so much community support, so many so many things from your own neighborhood and beyond, and yet I still think the number one thing about you is that you know how to show us to celebrate Israel. So I thank both of you for that. You know, I think that we could um, we, we can take a lot of our cues from you and your staff. Well, Thank you, but I'm I not. Really I'm not letting. I'm not. I'm not letting you bounce back any of the credit right now. I'm telling no, you, you right now. You have to allow it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you have to uh, allow uh, it. I talk to you and then your staff as well. Well, thank you. Feel you. a very uh, aside from a business relationship, we feel a very close personal relationship with you, and and we we've we've come to know and, and um, become friends with with uh, many of the people who work with you. Well, thank God. It's a one big happy family. JM and the AM, Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum with us. Three locations in Brooklyn, New York. All right, so you, you started this conversation. It's funny, I was sort of going in that direction by saying you're in the throes of pre-camp. Why is pre-camp so much more time-consuming where you are than for most people in your industry? Explain to everybody the system that you guys created that a lot of people in this audience are going to benefit from this summer, and they may not even realize that it comes from you. Uh, absolutely. Uh, several years ago, you know, we've been taking care of Camp Hask for many, many years. And Shamil came over, Shamil Khan, the director of the camp and his wonderful staff, um, came over to us and said, listen, Larry, there's something in the, uh, there's a new system out there that unidoses the medication to little baggies. On every baggie has the name of the of the child, has the, the time that's supposed to take it, the date that's supposed to be taking it. And can you get that machine and can you do it? And I said, let me check it out, and I did. And I said, you know, uh, Rabbi Khan, Mr. Khan, this is very expensive. And he says, listen, I'm going to give you a bracha. 
that you'll take care of Camp Pass. You're going to get all the other camps that are going to follow and want to do this also. I like that. Nice. It, and it definitely came true. The other camps came over. They saw what we were doing for Camp Ask and for Camp Simcha and for many other camps that, you know, need this, uh, take a lot of medications. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, people, you know, the, the in all camps, there are uh, kids that need some sort of medication on a daily basis. Right. And in the past, what they did is they sent up a bottle. Right. The nurse would take it. She dispensed it. Run around, chase the kids, right. and spill and drop, and possibly <laughs> mistakes could happen. Right. But with this system that we have in place, everything is marked for the kid. If the kid goes on an overnight, they just tear off the little packet, give it to the kid. The kid knows to take it. It's it's really a a a time saver for the nurses in the camp. It's a lifesaver for the kids in the camp. Yeah. And Baruch Hashem, it's. Uh, it's it's a wonderful thing. It's a little bit on the expensive side, you know, making this stuff. But Baruch Hashem, uh, it, it's well worth it in the time saving and the life saving for the camps. Yeah, ba- I mean, just so people realize what's going on here, it's a sealed package on a daily basis. It's completely exactly. sealed. Every medication is put into its own little plastic baggie with the name of the drug, what the drug looks like, right. okay, the, the child's name on it, and what time you're supposed to take it. You're supposed to take it with breakfast, with lunch, at bedtime. This way the nurse knows exactly what, who's taking what, where it's going, and there's no dropsies, there's no mistakes, there's no... You know, uh, you know, you, are you Shoshana? Here's your medicine. Right. Now, now I know of many major camps, aside from Hask that you mentioned, that are using this system. At, at this point, if there's a camp in our listening audience that's using it, is it coming from you? Um, not all of them, but, you know, we have a, we have a good majority of it. Um, you know... Uh, well, what do we tell camps that may not have a system at all? How do they get in touch with you to implement this? Well, they can contact us at JDrugs. Um, we have a website, jdrugsrx.com, okay? Or they can email me at jdrugsrx at gmail.com, right. and we could set them up with the system. We give them the paperwork, the forms to send out. They don't have to do anything to camp. All they got to do is attach it to their website. Um, our, our information, the parents send us everything that they need. There's no cost to the camp, um, and it's a big savings. It's a really, uh, besides just time-saving for the nurses, right. it's really, uh, Nefesh is really a life-saver. And, and I guess, in theory, you could do this for a day camp as well, no? I mean, it, it, you could do it for day camp. Yeah. You could do it for uh, parents of, uh, of people who, you know, they get confused. They don't know when to take the medication. By the way, by the way. They, 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 twice. There's some elderly people in our community who, you know, God bless them, are taking... Already do. Which we already do. They're taking... service to everyone in the community. I mean, they're taking 30 pills a day and got to keep track of it. Exactly. You know, what goes in the morning, what goes at night. We'll have everything set up with the patient's name, when they're supposed to take it, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. They have no problems taking it. Um, The... the, the, um, We we could set it up. We take all everyone's insurance. We don't charge anyone a fee for this wonderful service. Uh, we do it, you know, just as um, as kind of as a courtesy. It's a community service. All right, there you, you know, go. Nachum, all about community. Well, you've, so. you've proven that a million times before. So, all you right. You know, Nachum, that we have an excellent, dedicated staff for, the, for this program. I know, and a lot of it is very tedious work, so they're really dedicated to yes, it, no joke. It has, it's very, very, very it's, demanding, yeah. and it's very exacting. But Very detailed. An excellent step. Uh, everybody here is familiar with, with camp season. Everybody can answer all the questions that are involved. 
We, we field a lot of questions from parents on a constant basis all day. Well, you know my big question. Which not is, yet. <laughs> is, is, is Kayala Kushla Pesach or not? <laughs> Uh, I could throw I could throw off the burn bounds by asking them a Pesach question in June. I was just gonna say I was just saying I could throw off the burn bounds by asking a Pesach question in June. How do you like that? Uh, not really. You'd be surprised how many questions they get all year round about you know kosher um, just from the Pesach program. You know, uh, people want to know if color um, uh, Yisrael products. They want to know about oh uh, the gosh. products. You know, if yes. there's an alternative that that is kosher, vitamin wise. Um, there's, there's a lot of uh, shyless out there about regular stuff. And I spend, uh, you know, all year round answering this type oh, of question. Oh, I never even thought of those. My gosh, I never even thought of that. Oh, gosh. Anyway, anyway, listen, I know you're busy today. One o'clock today, take a listen to the parade show because you're in it. You're in a lot of it. And actually, I, actually, I've listened to it already on the archive. All right, there you go. <laughs> okay. that, uh, ZK said that the uh, that he was gonna, we listened right away. We didn't get the uh, the web feed, you know, the, uh, the oh, video. The video feed, the video uh, feed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad. You really know how to use your spare time wisely. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, to both of you, a, 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 a what do we say? A Gesundin Zimmer, right? A Gesundin Zimmer? A, fr- a Gesundin Zimmer, and uh, everyone, should just, everyone should have a healthy and safe summer. And, um, and you should also have a wonderful uh, year, and I'm, hopefully I'll see you up in Camp Pass. That's right. We'll be th- we'll be there uh, sometime very early July. So hopefully we'll see you guys up there as well. Correct. It's a shame. We always visit the, the Camp Pask. It's it truly is the uh, happiest the happiest place on earth. Place on earth. It it's is amazing. Really what they do for the for for the the, the children over there oh, uh, the, for the campers is just it's really off the off the charts wonderful. It is you know, amazing. Just uh, Shmuel Khan and Avi Sachs and the whole staff over there. Um, just does such a wonderful, wonderful job with 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 the with the uh, the campers that um, it, it's it's just yeah, it leaves there crying every time I go there. It is a remarkable something like that exists. It is a remarkable place. Hey, Larry, fly the flag today, okay? Fly the flag. You want the flag today? <laughs> no, I had it flying Sunday. <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> the celebrate Israel Day will not go by without J Drugs flying the flag. Thank you both. Have a great day. You too. Thank you, Thank you so much, Nachum, for the opportunity. Larry and Ronnie Birnbaum, you see what they do? They forget about celebrating Israel. They're preparing everybody for summer, basically. You open up a packet like that in camp, chances are it comes from them. I'm telling you, they innovated this years ago, and it's been a big lifesaver for a lot of people. Anyway, big thank you to them. Uh, as we said earlier, JM and the AM and Thursday morning broadcast with 55 degrees cloudy skies. Tomorrow, our weekly update, Malcolm Holmine is going to join us. Today, an amazing day on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Make sure to be tuned in, everybody. Kilecha, <laughs> 
here at JM in the AM. A couple of comments on our app that came through. First of all, right after we did that conversation with uh, J.J. Sussman, someone wrote in, JM in the AM equals unity day every day. Thank you, thank you. Boy, I appreciate that so much, and I hope we are providing messages of unity on a regular basis here at JM in the AM. And um, what was the other one? Oh, here, Mazel Tov, someone writes on our app. Mazel Tov from Ivan Gilbert, Rabbi Ellie Kornfeld, and Chabad of Hunterton County. Chabad of Hunterton County had its 12th anniversary and dinner gala held tonight. It'll be held tonight. So Mazda by Kornfeld, Chabad of Hunterton County, their 12th anniversary and dinner gala celebration is being held tonight. Mazal Tov. You can comment on our app, the NSN app, whenever you wish. And I, the next time I'll be uh, 
I'll be personally checking it out. It'll be during the live lunch today starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time on our stream at jmintheam.org. Brand new Maishi Menlowitz wraps up a Thursday at JM in the AM. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard our listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Wraps up a great Thursday here at JMNAM. If you missed any of it, there's an archive section. You can check out what we had to say all through the morning. 
Uh, tomorrow we are back starting at 6 a.m. Weekly update at 7.40. Music update with Avram Zamist and Strilly Meyer at about 7.25 tomorrow. They have a bunch of different developments they're going to discuss with us. Coming up, Charlie Harari, the boardroom next. Does an amazing job. Allison Josephs at 10 a.m. with a uh, a prayer, I should say rather, a um, a show of great significance. Uh, remembering the great Rocky Shoritz of blessed memory. Miriam L. Wallach with That's Life coming up at 10.30. 12 noon, Doug Sokloff will join me during the live lunch. Replay of our Israel Celebrate Israel Parade show at 1 p.m. And Spin Class, brand new edition with Michael Fragan at 6 p.m. All on our stream. But fabulous Thursday. till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.